you are now entering the spoiler zone. Episode... Uh, Kuhan. Colton, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, kind of need to do an episode of Podcast Anti Power Rangers. What? What? Oh, we've been releasing steadily, right? We can take a week off. Uh, no, we haven't. What? We haven't been releasing steadily at all. What you talking about, Colton? In fact, we haven't recorded in three weeks, and we haven't released in over a month. Oh, we should probably do that. Yeah, you think? Coming up, we're talking about seven. Count them: seven episodes of Gokaiger, five episodes of Samurai, and two emails. All this more coming up on Podcast Sentai Power Ranger. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to Movie Phone. I mean, podcast of the Power Rangers. Sorry, I was clearly doing another gig, and uh, and I was gone for five weeks. Right, Colton? Isn't that right, Colton? I mean, my my trusty, faithful companion, Guillermo Colton. Uh, yeah, right. Gone. Uh, right. Okay. So, so here here were my excuses in order. Excuse number one: eh, it's only been a week. Excuse number two. Man, this episode sounds really bad. Excuse number three. The Cardinals, my home team, are in the World Series. I can't do an episode. I'm too giddy. Excuse number four. Hey, we don't have any emails from you guys. We need email before we can release an episode. And then all things ended at once. So um, now I have to do an episode. I mean, we have to do an episode. I mean, I have to do an episode, because Colton's been waiting, like, week in, week out, for like, hey, you need to do an episode. Well, we need to redo an episode, because <laughs> that didn't go so right. well last time. Well, uh, yes, so so, so we, we, we did this episode before, episode 23, I believe. Uh, we did this episode before, um, but I didn't think it sounded very good, because the entire time I was sucking on Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> I was sucking on Jolly Ranchers, you jerk faces. He was sucking on something, all right. His integrity. Right. So, um, right. Uh, first things first, I want to get out of the way. Uh, this show has previously been mostly family-friendly. Uh, I-, I try to bleep every time the Frankie curses. And it happens <laughs> and a lot. Did did happen plenty. Um, from now on, it's not going to be that. So... Uh, if if you if you don't like that, then you can um you can stop listening. Uh, I hope we don't offend you. Uh, please keep listening. If you don't keep listening, at least keep downloading, because those numbers really matter. <laughs> why why are you stopping censoring? Uh, because did you finally remember effort? you're in America, communist? W- wait, what? Exactly. Yes, so I'm stopping censoring because we're in America. Fuck yeah. So so yes, we will now be we will now be cursing up a storm. <laughs> so Colton, uh, in the past five weeks, have you been up to anything interesting? Oh, just a whole bunch of a real bunch of mother. Well, oh wait, I'm playing for myself. Dang! I love you said dang. <laughs> that was fun. I thought it was funny. <laughs> even though even though we we said we I completely let damn go when we were when we when I was censoring because it was it was um. I went by TV standards mostly, 
uh, or radio standards, oh, so, which is about so, the same. So Dan was always fine. Dan was always fine. Ass was always fine. Bitch was on the on the line. How that rhymed? <laughs> that kind of rhymed too. Um. Oh, but these five weeks have been mostly me struggling with school as I lazily put every single assignment off to the last possible second and kill my grade. Hey, me too. But except I can get good grades in the end, even though I do that. So. Hey, whoa, hold on. What are you, what are you trying to imply there, buddy? I don't know. How are your college parties? Anyways, um, I decided that in my f- spare time, I'm going to create Tumblr blogs. Uh, although I did that, I did my first Tumblr blog, my, my, my main one, I had before episode 13, I think, was even out, because I was talking about Bokanger. But um, I decided, let me create more. So first, I entered in, in National Podcast Posting Month, where you, where you post an episode of a podcast every day, and then I give up on that after two days. Um, and then I created two Power Rangers blogs you guys should check out. The first is Fuck Yeah Power Rangers, which you can check out at fyeahpowerrangers.tumblr.com. That's E-F-F-Y-E-A-H, powerrangers.tumblr.com. And the second is Power Rangers slash Super Sentai Confessions. Uh, if you guys have been on Tumblr, it's, uh, Tumblr blogs about confessions. You say things that you wouldn't necessarily say to everybody about Power Rangers Super Sentai, or maybe you would. Uh, but it's just it's just stuff you want to get off your chest or stuff you want to tell people, and uh, that you can find at prsentai-confessions.tumblr.com. And I'm also working on on a few other things like uh, text from the Bluth family, which is a uh, Arrested Development related, and I'm now contributing a Community Confessions, which is obviously community related. But that's 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 beside the point. The two you want to know about is is fuck yeah Power Rangers and Power Rangers Sentai Confessions. Um, I think that's all I've been doing. All you've been creating. doing is creating tumblers. That's sad. Just get a rock tumbler. You can get all your fix there. I can get a rock lobster. Yeah, apparently, you can get a reference too. By the way, spoiler zone, uh, which which I alluded to in our, in our cold open, quote unquote. Uh, it was a podcast. It was it was it was a podcast about television. But then, uh, it, it you got know, like canceled. I said, <laughs> it it's it got put on a hiatus. Podcasts don't get canceled. They get put on hiatus, as 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 D Cups has uh, has proven. We, I, I canceled that, and then it came back. So it's the Family Guy of podcasts. You just can't keep and it then, down. Which is funny because like it went it went away after like two episodes last time, and this time it went away. I think four episodes. Although I might release another episode soon. Uh, but we don't. You don't want to hear about D Cups. Well, you want to hear about D Cups, but you don't hear about the DC Universe podcast show. But what you do want to hear about is Power Ranger Samurai. That's right, guys. It's time to talk about Power Ranger Samurai. We got three episodes to talk about this week. We got a uh, we got a uh, br- broken dr- uh, no we got a uh, the 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 season finale two parter, and then we got the the origins two parter, and then uh, the third one, uh, season finale origins, and uh, huh, uh. I guess I forgot. Oops. All right. Uh, Broken Dreams was the first first episode of the season finale. Uh, 
And um, <clears throat> we get uh, let's, let's let's do a quick synopsis. So the Rangers are training. Jaden's distracted about he had some some encounters with Decker, where he's like, "You're twisted, bro." And and Jaden's like, "No, I'm not." Uh, by the way, I know somebody's some. I remember the one guy in the audience is really annoyed when I say "bro" and stuff. But you know what? <laughs> that's just how I, that's just how I tell say people talk. So um, right, he's like, "You're twisted," and um. And Master Xander is really pissed about Dayu because she failed, and he breaks he breaks her harmonium. Har- harmonium. Uh. So he breaks her Shamison and uh, orders her to forget her past. While Bulk and Skull, it's Bulk and Skull. Oh, Miss Bulk and Skull. Bulk and Spike enjoy a lunch in the city. Dayu sees a musician and plans to capture him to repair her instrument. Mia watches the scene and she morphs. Uh, Rhino Snorris, who is a sleeping monster, enters the scene, and Dayu refuses to return back to Master's Android. The Rangers confront the Nylock as Dayu exits the scene, and and the guys fizz off against the Nylock, the girls follow not follow Dayu, and when Antonio shows up, the uh, monster decides I'm going to knock him out. Um, um, immediately upon appearing, Antonio is completely knocked unconscious. It's sad. Immediately. While, the, while Rhino Snorris goes, Xandrid said, knock you out. I'm gonna knock you. Anyways, um, so so in the forest, uh, the Pink Ranger and and Dayu are fighting, and they're interrupted by the Nylock because he he goes through a portal in Antonio and out to the through the musician. Uh, G informs Jaden about this dream spell, and that the Rangers must enter the dream world. So, what do they do? They put on 3D glasses and then go try to catch Freddy Krueger. No, Jaden. Opens a portal in Antonio, and Mike and Kevin go jump down into Wonderland. So they so they end up in the Dream World, and they find Antonio, who admires his random fish award as opposed to the Michelin Prize. And they try to warn Antonio that this is, you know it's all just a dream. You're gonna wake up, and uh, I don't know what what what's a I, I'm trying to think of a reference here, but I can't think of one right now. So um so Mike and Kevin see the Nylock. By the way, Samurai Bulk enters to try to scare the Nalak away, uh, but the Nalak scares them. Even instead. in his dreams, he fails. Well, at least he at least he tried harder than he would in real life. True. Uh, so Mike and Kevin morph and uh, face off against the Nalak, but even though he has an advantage, but then Mike decides, hey, you know what? I can use this rule to my advantage because I, I can just use my dream physics, and so he so he gets giant. Sorry, yeah, so he gets a giant and kicks a boulder. Sure, that makes sense. Meanwhile, Emily finds Mia and Dayu lying in the forest. Mia's dreaming about Decker and Dayu's wedding night. And Dayu and Decker are exchanging their prized gifts. Uramasa and a guitar. Here's your guitar? Okay, here's your hell sword. Yup. Which, because Uramasa looks the exact same as it does when he's Decker. Which... It's a little bit strange. The, the house the house gets burned down, and Dayu calls for help to restore Decker. A Nylock hears the call and makes a deal with Dayu to save Decker's life in exchange for her very humanity. And then Spider-Man's marriage. She then accepts the deal, and so he makes Decker into half-human, half-Nylock, and loses all his memory of Dayu. And then he turns... And then Dayu transforms into a Nylock. It's unclear whether she just transforms into a Nylock because of her sorrow and all that, or if he transforms her into a Nylock. She fell into Kenoshu, which, by the way, is a is a is a departure, because in Shinkenger, first of all, the characters are completely unrelated. Completely, which is surprising because they even hint that they might be. 
but never do anything yeah. with it. And secondly, Juzofuwa in in Shinkenger turned himself into into a uh, Gedoshu, uh Ayakashi. He's a, one he, of the Gedoshu. He turns himself into a heretic. Yeah, because s- s- something about shaming his family. I don't remember exactly what it was. He, but he, he teabagged a few priests and then transformed. No, no, they like that. It's still heresy, damn you. Uh, we, we apologize to our our Christian fans. Hey, it could have been any kind of priest. There are a lot of different religions. And we're going to move... None of them are called priests, though. And we're going to move on. So, uh, yes, yeah, so she trans she transformed into a nylock, embracing her guitar, and that turns into the harmonium. Mike and Kevin were together to knock out the nylock, so that so then the musician and Antonio wake up. Octoru seizes the opportunity to get Jaden and his healing power when Antonio and Jaden morph, and the two rangers summon the lion and claw swords. They face off against the giant Moogers. Uh, after a brief battle, Claw Zords performs his finishing attack to defeat the remaining Moogers. Mia wakes up in the forest and she tries to comfort Dayu when Emily arrives in time to protect Mia. Oh, once again, I believe in that fight it's another instance of them not using the footage of the uh, mech combination because, you know, they decided they didn't want to bring that mech foreman yet. No, 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 because it was only it was o- it was only ever Genta and, and and Shiba. Right, but in the episode they actually used the full-on thing because they used the spinning disc and they somehow summoned everyone's robots. That was that was my cue to go to the next episode, the ultimate duel. Uh, so Dayu attacks Mia and walks away. Sorry, Mia. She attacks Emily and Mia and walks away. And Mia feels bad trying to help her. And at the warehouse, Decker confronts Jaden and Antonio. Uh, and then a swarm of Moogers after the scene. He says, Decker, Decker transforms into an ally and defeats the Moogers and tells Jaden he has 24 hours for the ultimate duel. But Jaden only fights to protect the innocent. So Decker says he's going to kill a bunch of people. And Jaden's like, oh, oh, okay, fine. Yeah, that logic doesn't work. Just fight him, because you know he's going to go to that next, if you say that. Well, I mean, if if he's probably going to hurt people. Whatever. Uh, back at the Sands River, Octoru and Xandru root for Decker, while Rhinosaurus recovers from his battle. Uh, and Xandru's like, yo, Nylock, what you doing, dog? What you doing? What you doing, girl? Um, <laughs> back at the Sheba house, Mia makes tea for Emily, and they discuss the recent fight. Emily tries to cheer Mia up, and Jaden informs his friends about the challenge. Kevin's furious because Jaden decides to accept it and fails to convince him to decline the challenge. In the forest, Decker listens to Dai's crying and he tells her about the challenge. When Dai tells Decker she should have he should have been free centuries ago. Kevin helps Jaden train while the rest of the gang drink tea. Yep, he's helping them train their child drinking tea. In the morning, Jaden wakes up, heads outside, gives Kevin the two power discs in case they need to form a Megazord. And nothing more. Just the two power discs and nothing more. Black box, what's that? Nothing. No, nothing more. Just just two power discs. Nothing nothing to see here. Move along. Kevin leads the Rangers in the battle while Rhinus Norse begins his attack. The Rangers morph into action to face off against the Nylock. Jade meets Decker at the beach and morphs. Jade and Decker face off the ultimate duel while in the city the Rangers continue their fight against Rhinus Norse and the Moogers. Kevin defeats the Nylock, who grows in, the, in this into his giant form, and he takes the lead to form the Samurai Megazord. After a beef battle, the Megazord defeats the Nylock. And nothing more. And nothing more. Antonio, he's down there watching the fight from below. He's more than just watching the fight. Yep. Um, yeah, so... If only there was some mech combination that could have all six of them together. 
Nope, nothing more. Uh, Wait, Jayden... that technically is. They could have combined with the with the oct- octopus thing or the squid thing. No, Jaden and Decker continue to fight though. But so and Decker's excited about the duel, but Jaden defeats him with the with a master move, which is while you thought I was defeated, I hit you. I switch hands and hit you. Yes. Decker feels honored for his defeat as he falls from the cliff. Jaden demorphs and celebrates his victory. And he will never appear again. Especially not in any crossover movies. Nope, never in a crossover movie that's theoretically airing very soon. And, he- and will probably greatly confuse small children. Antonio delivers d- dinner. So, Colton, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna cover the, the finale first. Let's do this, let's do this quick. What'd you think? Oh, the finale, it's a mixed bag. The things I like were, you know, the, the fight was pretty cool. I mean, the 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 effect of them like charging at each other, and you see under the suits like what they look like as they're charging. There, I thought that was a cool effect. The strategy used to take out a uh, Decker, I thought was a nice touch. The villain, despite his pun, had an interesting power, though. Unfortunately for him, his power source was destroyed, net being his hand, which is a pretty crappy way to go out. Uh, the problems I had with the episode were mostly, I mean, the acting's gotten better, and uh, the music choices have been fine. But my main problem with the thing has been a uh, their deviations. I know they're saving all the fancy stuff for their next season, but I I'm kind of getting anxious to see the uh, new mech stuff and the super mode. I mean, I mean, you know, the, the fact of the matter is the fact that there are any deviations at all is is saying a lot because, uh, despite you know, besides not using the super mode or the mech combination, this this episode was the exact same thing. Oh, they did also alter. They made the uh, talking between uh between the two, the villains and the heroes, a lot more longer for uh, Decker slash uh, Juza. Right, right. Well, they, they had, yeah, because they had to cut a couple things. But other they, than that, they, actually, was... they actually made it longer in the English version. They were hammering over the head that, oh, well, no, I only fight for good and only fight for people. Right. No, but, but I'm what, I'm, what I'm saying is, is because they had to cut. They obviously they had to cut the the um the super mode scenes and stuff like that. So they had to add pad it in with something else. But other than that, it's it's fairly fairly, you know, pretty much the same thing. You know, they could have just gone for hey, Battleizer. That's next season, obviously. Super Samurai. Oh. We didn't cover that in the news, by the way, but Super Samurai, stupidest thing ever. Especially... You you, you do realize in Japanese there was Super Shinken Red, Super Shinken Blue? No, 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 but the fact that the season is called Super... I would be completely fine with it being called Super Samurai Mode. It's... I mean, I guess it shouldn't be called Super Samurai Mode because Cam's mode in Ninja Storm is called Super Samurai Mode, but I have no problem with Super Samurai. The problem is that the season's called Super Samurai, which is completely stupid, especially since the next season is called Megaforce. Supposedly. Uh, supposedly. Uh, it's, and that that was theoretically supposed to be Gosager, but now it might be Gokaiger, which we'll cover news in the next episode because we are short on time. But yeah, I thought the upsides were, yeah, definitely the acting has improved, as we realized uh, by watching the next episode. But other than that, uh, oh, and, and the the added um, connection between Decker and Dayu. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention that. That was actually a good idea. That's something they should have done in Shinkinger because it just feels odd that she always seems so concerned with uh, Juzo in the Japanese version. Yet in the end, in this episode, in the Japanese version, she's just like, eh, well, tough for you. Go die in your fight. I don't care. We're not connected. Now I gotta go. Right. Now I gotta keep this husband, this this ex boyfriend of mine who I killed in the middle of his marriage and. Fix his soul. That's this harmonium or shamashin or whatever the hell it is. Shamashin. But other than that, I guess I guess if I hadn't watched the Shinkanger episode, I would like this a little bit more. But having watched Shinkanger episode, which I, I watched Shinkanger episode afterward, and mostly only to um to compare fight footage. But even then, like I sort of preferred the original fight footage. Uh, that you know, like they had to change a little bit of the fight footage. And I mean, I don't know. I, I believe Shiba Takaru more than I believe Jaden 
What's his name? Jaden Sheba. Well, oh, it's not necessarily Sheba. Uh, it's Jaden Sheba. They mentioned that in an episode. I remember. They didn't. They said he's. They said he's in the Sheba clan. Yes, that, that's your clan, your family. Yeah, no, no. You know, you know, you know how it works. It's not necessarily the truth. We, we we never know. Maybe he's just been adopted to the family, or maybe his dad was adopted and then he, you know, had a kid. Yeah. So who, who, we we don't we don't know if Sheba's his actual last name or not. But Jaden Sheba Takaru, I, be, I believed Sheba Takaru more than I believed uh, Alex Hartman as Jaden. But you gotta admit they're getting better. And then this, they are getting better as we learned uh, by well, to, by the. To be fair, this is how most Ranger series start: rough acting at first, getting better over time. Yes, as as we learned. Well, yes, but rough. It wasn't quite as rough. I don't think it's ever been quite as rough, except maybe in season one. <laughs> I don't where, where where they got a bunch of people who weren't really actors. They got uh, a martial artist. They got two martial artists, uh, and three dancers, I believe. I believe. Hold on. Okay, we're going off on a rambling point on the, our longest episode in a long time. Oh, oh no, no, sorry, sorry. Uh, two two martial artists, a dancer, and two gymnasts. All athletic, no acting talent. No, not much acting talent. No, and then and then they got another martial artist. Um, but Tommy became the badass, right? And and later on, they learned how to act. Yes, and um, over over you know a few seasons, but but uh, you know later seasons, middle seasons, like um, uh, I don't I don't know about Lightspeed so much, but Time Force had had some fairly good acting. Oh, definitely, and RPM was pretty good. Yeah, our RPM was pretty and good. I've heard, so, I've heard good things about SPD that I haven't got to watch it yet. Um, yeah, SPD is okay. Um. Yeah, but, but you know, I mean, I guess it's no over it's no overdrive, let's say that. So, um <sighs> thank god. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the, like the end of overdrive is leagues worse than the origins of Power Rangers Samurai. Speaking of origins, um <laughs> we had we got oh, the origin that, special. That might be a bit mean. Uh, <laughs> I don't Origins was pretty rough. You you want to you want to go back and watch Overdrive? I've watched it once. Why must you torture yeah. me? Exactly. Uh, it, it, that season was it may have been the worst, but it still was okay. Would you would you be willing to watch Origins again? Uh, awkward pause. <laughs> they they grew a lot. Even even into episode three, they grew a lot. Uh, so so Origins um. It's it's Shinkenger episodes one and two, which is strange because Shinkenger episode two wasn't even like it wasn't even a two parter. It was which which it which seems like something that that uh, they do a lot um, nowadays with shows where they have like hey this is a big two parter except episode one and episode two are completely unrelated uh, except that they're from the same series. Well, think about it. They get episode three as the season premiere. Then they no, no, no. I get it. I, I agree. It's it's it's, it's what they needed to do. Which was I also found it weird that they, that they didn't air it in in a one hour block, and instead aired it Origins Part One, then Origins Part Two. I'm surprised they didn't air it sooner because at least it'd been a little bit more forgivable if they put it closer to some of the worst acting. Because yeah. Because going yeah. from the season finale to that, I I think I think my testicles descended into my chest from the pain. Um, so, so, um, I don't really want to do the synopsis of Origins. Um, I think most of you watch Shinkenshire. Oh, uh, here's the synopsis. Jaden fights alone, only wants to fight alone. Is told he has to make a team, makes a team, they fight together, they're a little bit rough, 
Next episode, they fight together, get a little bit better. We we get a combination of Megazord after the silly stacking thing. They win. Everything turns out awesome. Yes. Um. There there are two major uh um derivatives, I guess would be the word. Two major um derivations. Uh, I guess derivations. I I don't think it's the word before, but close enough. A derivative derivation. It's it's the same root word. Two major derivations from um from the Shinkenji episode. Uh, number one, as opposed to being a uh a kabuki actor, uh like his counterpart Rianosuke, Kevin is a swimmer, which even makes more sense to his water powers. <laughs> I don't remember there being much water in kabuki. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I haven't seen much kabuki. Um. Oh, you should. It's fantastic. Have you actually seen any Kabuki? Very little. Okay. Um. And and also the addition of Bulk and Spike. Uh. And so B- Bulk and Spike. Let's let's mention that because that wasn't in the Shinkanji episode. Um. Bulk B- uh Bulk knows his, his nephew Spike, his his best friend's son. Oh, I wonder how. What did they? What did us? Did one of their parents the, or one of their parents adopt the others? Uh, well, no, it, it, it's not actually his nephew. You know, I, like. I know. I made I made this reference before, but it's just a familiar thing. They're so close; they're like brothers. So he's like this, uh, her nephew. But yeah, so so he he picks up Spike from the bus stop. Yeah, I just realized he mentions the Samurai Rangers while it's just Jaden. Well, he's, he has he has he just been hanging around this town watching the generations of Rangers come by. Probably. I don't know. Um, he's like, it's, he's ten years ago, he's like, okay, working for Tommy sucks, I'll go to this town with Samurai. Yep. So, um, so anyways, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe he's like, you know what, Skull can handle it. I'll, I'll, I'll work on opening up Bulk Myers over here. Um, which is funny because, uh, because, uh, Paul Schreier mentioned in an interview, and, and you notice in this episode, he was wearing lots of Hawaiian shirts. Um, you know, like, 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 uh, an uncle, like, you know, like an aged uncle, middle-aged uncle type guy. But, um, uh, but Bulk was, was kind of a biker guy in, in Mighty Morphin. So, so he's like, guys, could, could you give me some, like, you know, throw some leather into this? And so in later episodes, he's, he's more of a bike, he's more back to his biker roots. Anyway, so, so he, so he and Spike, uh, they're like, hey, let's get some food. But then they don't have, he doesn't have the money. So whatever. Um, Bulk's kind of a dick. Kind of, kind of a dick. Cause, cause, cause Spike's like, oh, I don't have any money. Is it all in bus fare? Bug's like, sucks to be you, kid. Um, um, this is delicious. Uh, um, fair. yeah, and then they, and then they leave, and then, uh, they, they fight the monster. Oh, yes, yeah, so another thing worth noting, uh, they do keep the idea of what, uh, Shinkinger did with playing the opening theme while the Red Ranger fights for the first time. Only, of course, it's Go-Go's Power Rangers. Yes, as opposed to chan chan para chan. You know what? I think I think I I, I like the uh, chan 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 bara more than I like the uh, the new cut of Go Go Power Rangers. The new cut is it's okay. It's pretty it's pretty cool. It's got got the spirit, but especially the scene that that Shinkenger song is just you know it's pretty y- epic. You could always throw in the you could always throw in the cut of uh, Go Go Power Rangers by Masaki Indo. Could always throw in the cut of yes. You could always throw our opening theme song in. I'm always glad to plug. So, anyways, uh, the the theme song when he was fighting, which it which it retained, which 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 is you know it's just kind of a staple of Power Rangers, uh, and and I suppose a staple of Sentai as well. And um, shoot, other than that, the acting was abysmal. 
and completely jarring because we had come from a point where they were getting a little better. They weren't great, but they were they were a little better. Uh, and this is just jarringly bad. They went from okay to oh my god. Um, I think I think Brittany Portal as Emily is the best, even though I you know I I hate her annoying voice. Uh, I think she's the best because she's basically playing herself, as far as I can tell, and also she doesn't actually talk much. Playing the dits. Well, no, she's not the. I think I think Mia's more the dits. She's just. Well, the, I mean, the point the is for Emily's character, she's supposed one. to be the uh, mentally low person. Yeah, quiet, little quiet and dorky. I don't know. Whatever. Yes. Um. But other than that, uh, if you can read, uh, if you can read, watching Kendra was my my suggestion to a friend the other day. I believe it was yesterday. For at least for the early points, if nothing else. I mean, I'd even say through to through. Well, I say you should watch them both. I, I I say if you have to choose, then then um. If I say if you have to choose alternate every other episode, see, I understand that gets from the episode parts get separate. Yeah, yeah. Until they start to separate and you get confused, uh, like like oh, Shinkan Brown, and now wait, what's going on here? What? It's like it's like okay, so they're fighting Decker, and then what's a common rider? What's a common? <laughs> um, yes, that'd be fantastic. So, um, yeah, that was that was Origins, and uh, and our third episode is um, uh, um, the Halloween episode, the Halloween clip show. Literally, that's what it is. Written by uh, Amit Bamik, uh, who who is well known for uh, Scorpion Rain. I wanna uh, be forever red. Yes, he he quote he he wrote Forever Red. He wrote the uh, the hoax Scorpion Rain, and um, and this whole entire episode felt like that one Batman they made series episode. Almost got him, except it wasn't as awesome. Not as, but it was it was nice to see some perspective behind the villains. Well, I mean, also almost got almost got him had a bunch of original stories, whereas this was a clip show. Well, yeah, but you get where I'm going with this. It had that spirit of you know, like uh, the villains getting together, showing some personality, showing how they interact. It is. It is the only original story. It is. It is rather nice, really. So we get um, uh, we get a little more silly is, than the last couple. Well, which it, it's funny because uh, none of the main characters actually appear in new footage. Uh, so, the, in, in Nylock Heaven, they have... Um, Is that heaven? Because they're talking about the people who killed them. Whatever. They go to the, the Spookeasy Club, and uh, they, they, they go to this... You see uh, uh, the, 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 the Nylocks who to tell the stories, I believe, are Madimot, who is the one who controlled the Blue Ranger, Dreadhead, who made everybody sad, I think. Everybody sad. The one who made everybody depressed, and then Antberry. Oh, he was, he was the Slimer one who was who showed up in the the blue and gold episode. Oh yes, the guy who was gonna chop up the toys and not teenage girls. Yes, definitely. And uh, we had Yamir, who who was uh, the one who had to be defeated by the Swordfish Zord because he had, uh, the the Swordfish uh, Origami because he had evil rain. He was evil water. Oh. And the villain from episode one. I mean, episode three. I mean... The villain from some episode. Yeah, the, the, the stretchy arm guy. 
he he had his he had his thing, and um, does anybody even care at this point? Anyways, all these villains talk about their conquests slash lack thereof. Yeah, they, they talk about their losses. Not even they talk about the time that they oh we were totally kind of waiting for five minutes and then we completely lost. And intersplice between that is Xandrid uh, being mad that he can't join the party, even though going to the party would mean being dead. Yeah. Um, Colton, I watched the first ten minutes of this episode before I realized it was a clip show. Sorry, the first five minutes of this episode. Then I realized it was a clip show, and I'm like, I already watched these episodes. I really don't care. <laughs> so I stopped. Uh, so what did you think of this episode? For a character bit, I thought it was nice. I mean... I mean, sure, we'll never see the villains again, but even still getting yeah. some... <laughs> character bits for, for for a bunch of characters that we will never see again. But even still, some last-minute closure and development on villains is always nice. Kind of seeing their thought processes. I mean, at one point, at one point, everyone else is dressed in costumes. At one point, a mooger comes out, dresses the uh, samurai Megazord. They all start flipping out. Uh, is of... it is it is it just me or was um was uh? Decker, not Decker, sorry, did I say Decker? I met Xander. Was Xander a little bit out of character? A little bit, but you can blame that on the fact that he's probably completely and totally drunk. No, no, he only drinks medicine, though. Yeah, well, apparently he's been he's been snorting medicine uh, over a spoon with a lighter. Is that how you do cocaine? That's how you freebase, but whatever. All right, anyways. Oh, free, all right, right. I don't, I'm sorry, I don't do drugs, Colton. <laughs> what I do with cookie dough is none of your business. Cat crack is one of a kind. Anyways. <laughs> it's joking aside. It was just little nice character bits interspliced to very strange accents that they've chose for the monsters that really stand out once you hear like 17 of them in the room at the same time. What, what really what really uh, s- struck me as, as a little weird was the first monster who spoke in the episode, uh, and I believe he might have been the monster from episode one, was uh, – when I say episode one, I mean Origins. Um, he just talked like a regular guy. Like he just he just talked like you or me. Yeah, the first villain sounded like a normal guy. Yeah, it's, it's not he wasn't even like he wasn't even like doing the gruff thing. He was just like, "I'm gonna defeat you, Rangers. I'm gonna fight you now. Let's do I, this." I'm totally a villain. Let me punch you to show. He, he actually sounded he actually sounded like like kind of a kind of a cool like like a hero character who just happened to get the be saddled with the this voice. He had a bad day. He kind of sounded like um like like Kirby Morrow type character if you know who Kirby Morrow is. Yeah, Moroku was such a good guy, and then just one bad day at a nun, at a nun's uh, convent, and whew, straight down to the river. Anyways, it was a nice little episode. I mean, some of the characters actually a bit out of character, but it was just meant to be fun. You can tell that, that they weren't trying to be serious or trying to make it story story heavy, but they still built on the characters a little, so I like that. It didn't it didn't continue the plot. But it did the character moments, so at least I appreciate that. Well, okay, so, yeah, but it had it had character moments for characters who we're not supposed to care about, we're actually supposed to dislike, and characters we don't actually need well, to know anything well, just about. just because they're characters you're not supposed to like or you're not supposed to know anything about, doesn't mean it doesn't hurt to add a little to them, you know? Right, sure. And then, out of character they, moments they, they for another they character. They could have just used, you know, doing this uh, a few episodes sooner. Like, when they arrived. Maybe. No, 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 because this is a, it's, first, I mean, it's, it's, it's a clip show, first and well, foremost. Well, I know, but I mean, that kind of development would have been nice while they were alive, and we could care a little bit more. Sure. Um, and then we had some out-of-character stuff from the other guy, so. Like I'm saying, it's just Xander being shit-faced. 
Um, I mean, Daya was in character, I guess, right? Kind of, but she was still being a little bit silly. Maybe she got into Xandrid's medicine. And, uh, Akhtaru? Akhtaru was normal, right? Well, he was normal, and he was trying to convince his boss not to kill himself to go to a party. Yeah. Xandrid was the worst offender in his ninja costume wanting to go off to the Halloween party. (laughs) Um, so anyways, that was Samurai. Mighty Morphin Samurai Rangers. Theoretically, as far as we know, the next episode we're going to get is Clash of the Red Rangers. Possibly. It's about two weeks to air. There have been no commercials. And some scheduling says it is going to air then. And some scheduling airs, there's nothing Samurai going to air there. Right. So so from what we know, it's either going to be that or the Christmas or, special. Or the Christmas special. We don't, we don't know when that's going to air either. But come on, if they don't air it at Christmas, they'd be idiots. It's going to have to air sometime in the next month or so. Or sometime next year. Um, like it, by the way, the first Christmas episode since Z- since Zio. I can't believe that. So, it's, um, such staple, so yeah. it's such a staple in Jap- the Japanese series to have a Christmas episode. Right. That's where they're doing it in Samurai, which is copied from the Japanese series. Um, Too bad they didn't do it for RPM, because I'd love to see Christmas World with the uh, RPM Rangers. Um, besides, besides that, that's it for Samurai. Um, Thank you, I'm not, look, not looking forward to Flash of the Red Rangers. I totally am, because I want to see what they do with it. I, I just want to see them air it early, but then include the mechs from, like, 20 episodes later, and then include, like, uh, the Ghost Rangers, and then everyone's like, what the heck did I just see? Well, I mean, if, if we're stuck with, with just dubbing... Well, from well, con- from random voice actors. Well, c- considering what considering what uh we've seen from Zacker, I wouldn't be surprised if even airing this early, it was Ghost Ager appearing and uh, all the later mechs. <laughs> and they don't even have the people casted yet, so it's just like random voices or no talking at all, just fighting. So, so I guess we should move on now into. Uh... Let's go, let's go, Kaija. Yeah, let's let's go on. Let's go on. That's right, guys. It's time for Go Onger. Go Onger. No, it's not time for Go Onger yet. Not quite. I'm, 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 uh, spoilers. It's time for Go Kaiger. Um, the, the 30 second episode of Go Kaiger is called One Power. And I want to breeze through this really quick because, um, we have like six episodes and I know we really want to talk about a couple of them. So this episode, right after Go Kaiger defeated by Frieza Bosco, Damara sends down Act Commander Shield on to eliminate them. And the, the, the two O-Rangers are like, listen, if you ever need to combine your powers, use our ultimate power. And so they, they, they part their ways and Shield On comes down and Doc is spending his time trying to develop a more powerful weapon. So Shield On comes down with a bunch of Gorman, I almost said Moogers, but he comes down with Gorman and he tries to use his more powerful weapon but it bursts. And so they, they fight a little bit and Doc meets with a kid and he has some character development because the kid he wants to play soccer, but he wants to be on the top team, but he can't be on the top team. He's not good enough, so and so he doesn't want to try out at all. And Doc's like, "Listen, you got you got to try out." So he practice. They practice together for a little bit, build their self confidence together, and then Doc finally builds the builds the thing. While Shieldon comes down, and they have to they have the the Gokai just have to use Jack's big bomber and Dynamite's new super dynamite, and they don't work for that shield. 
Not so much, because he's got a thick face shield. And, and even Don's weapon is proving to be not powerful enough, according to the things. If only there was some way to superpower this weapon, some chariki, if you will. Can't even, can't even use the final wave to kill it. So, so yeah. Uh, shut up, Colton. So, um. Oh! So, aboard the Gokai Galleon, while they're fighting, uh, Doc is trying to work on this thing. He's got, he's got five, uh, Ranger Key slots. What, what, what do they call uh, them? Uh, Ranger Key cylinders. Or Gokai cylinders. cylinders. Right. Gokai cylinders. Where do you, where do you, where do you buy new ones if you break them? Uh, who knows? At, at the, at the, uh, large mart. They go to Home Depot, they've got a shelf of them for 50 cents. They shop smart. Shop as smart? So, so yeah. So, so they use the ultimate power of O-Ranger in the weapon to give it, to give, to transform it to a new form and give it a power boost. Yes, right, right after, right, right after Guy mentions, you know, that kind of looks like Ole Bazooka. And, and Doc's like, no, it doesn't. Hold on a second. It kind of does. They realize that to supercharge the weapon, they need to use the superpower Sentai's power. Yes, so they so they use the O-Ranger power, and it turns into the Gokai Galleon Buster, and Doc jumps down, and they summon the Gokai Galleon Buster, which I really wish... I'll, I'll mention this one when we talk about it. Um, they summon the Gokai Galleon Buster, and they attack Shieldon, it destroys his shield, and then he becomes a giant, and they use Go- uh, Hurricane Gokaio, and Guy shows up and says, Hey, I'm going to help, even though I'm injured. Here's Gojujin. And they defeat Shieldon. And the crew's like, hey, Doc's more confident than usual. Because he accomplished what he set out to do. But then Marvel's like, by the way, you gotta reattach our Gokai cylinders and give us back our weapons. Cause, cause, and, um, make, and make us dinner. The, and make us dinner. Because cause Doc got the uh, the Gokai cylinders from the other Gokai's weapons. Which, so. which is kind of annoying that he didn't put in a sixth one for Guy, but whatever. Which I'm a little confused as how to, as to how they got more cylinders. For the Gokai Galleon Buster afterwards. Uh, but anyways, I, I assume that now that they have the weapon, they can just immediately create it with the O Ranger or the O Ranger Ultimate Power, or perhaps I don't know. But they don't even yeah, but they don't even use the O Ranger Ultimate Power now. They they just press this they just press their uh, their key well, thing and it just shows well, maybe up. Maybe they can just uh, magically summon it with their minds. Something you know what it is like guy with his key trick. Uh, so so Colton, what are your uh, favorite and least favorite parts of this episode? Uh, favorite is definitely the uh, the dark. The dot character building and uh, the actual creation of the weapon itself, which I thought was an ingenious way to use the O-Ranger Ultimate Power to uh, upgrade their own personal arsenal. Because, let's face it, that was a surprisingly long time to go without a team cannon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yes. We normally get the uh, normally if we get a team cannon, we get the team cannon in the first like five, ten episodes. Um, we did. Let's see. We, like, we didn't have a team cannon for um, for Bokanger. But Goanja got it, got it. I think they had it in episode two. And then it just kept getting bigger when they added more members. And yeah, it just kept getting. Well, I mean, it only got bigger. It only got one bigger with. Um, but then they got, also got Gunpei the pose with the other guys with their uh, weapons. Yeah, they got they got the pose with them too. And then uh, Shinkenger didn't have one either. So so our experience is a little limited. But as far as we can tell, it's normally much earlier than than over halfway into the series. Yeah, it was just kind of weird. But you know, they had a lot of material to cover, so it's understandable. Yeah, yeah, they did. I, I I also liked uh, the fact that they had a villain that they couldn't just blatantly overpower in their normal states. Like, even using some of those other team abilities, that shield was just bouncing things off like it was nothing. Yep, Although I yep. did have a problem with the fact that this continues to prove that uh, Dynamanning apparently can't do much. <laughs> so what, what were your least favorite parts? At least the movie changed that. Anyways, uh, one of my favorite parts was uh, my least favorite parts. Eh, it's it's kind of hard to say for this one. I mean... 
there was a lot of uh, slowdown, but I can understand why a lot of it was involved with the character building. Uh, if I had to think of a least favorite part, maybe it was that maybe it was that uh, kind of just seeing a guy get shunted off to the side. It's like, oh, I'm well, standing he, in the background. Had, he, guy had been injured heavily last episode. Well, oh yes, but you know, uh, it just kind of feels like they could have at least included him a bit more. I mean, they could have added six cylinders. I mean, surprise, surprise, there are six <laughs> O Rangers. They could have stuck six O-Ranger keys into six cylinders to create a super Gokai Galleon Buster. Yeah, so so uh, I'm going to say, like, well, uh, I, I did like everything you liked. I also like the fact that um, we saw we saw a tiny bit of the uh, O-Red, No-Pink in the beginning of the episode. The first episode where Legend Santa has seen more than once, uh, as opposed yeah, to Even if they were just helping them up after the Yeah, yeah, but they, they, they were there. Um, and so, um, uh, what was the other thing? Uh, uh, yeah, right, right. Uh, and I, I also liked, uh, I, right. What I didn't like, I didn't like the fact that they just used their own keys to 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 use the the buster. If if they're just gonna summon the buster with the magic, uh, with the magic, um, belt buckle, then at least use the the uh the old range of keys to 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 use it. But they just they just summoned it with the magic. But I wish they like they something like. You know, pull out the old range of keys and stick them into your your um their, their gokai. Well, I think the idea is that the keys now combine together to create it. Yeah, but I just I really wish that they that they summon the 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 old range of keys every time and put it into like their guns or whatever. And besides, it's the gokai galleon buster. They kind of have to use their keys for their uh, strikes. And speaking of, that's one of my problems with it. They've only been using the red charge or red strike. Well, that that's only because we only hear red to charge. Maybe maybe there's only red strike. Uh, that's not true. People who have the toy know that whatever key you stick in the middle changes the color. That's just the toy, though. Um, and look, they even did it with Guy when uh, when uh, I think it was Don was away, or no, 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 it was uh, uh it was Joe. Joe. Yeah, yeah, Joe was yeah. Joe was away. Spoilers. So, um, so they they got to use it without him, and it still worked. So I don't think it matters who sticks what key where. Right, right. No, I, but no, like I was saying, like, I was, I was, I just, I just really wish that they somehow used the the O Ranger powers in, and maybe maybe just in summoning it. But, oh well. Um, Ole. Uh, other than that, yeah, that, that's, that's, that was my only gripe, was that they didn't use the O-Ranger power to summon it. Pretty solid episode, I'd say. Other than that, yeah, I thought it was pretty solid. So, um, that was, oh, that was too long. Let's move on into, uh, Hero Da. It's a hero! Uh, that, this is, uh, this is the, the Die Ranger tribute. Um, Guy is back in action, super happy, he's back in action. Cleaning, cleaning the Gokai Galleon, and then uh, 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 an action commander shows up who likes to eat everything, and so the Gokai just show up, and wait, hold on, I think before Guy has a chance to henshin? No, 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 Guy, Guy henshins, after he's already henshin, he's, uh, he, he drops his Gokai Cellular, and uh, the, the action commander sucks it up, and he eats it, and Guy's like, what? I just lost my Gokai Cellular. And, and then he runs off, so he can't morph. And yeah, and 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 he's all, and he's like all all sad, and they can't trace it. So he runs off, and he goes and and bumps. Into oh yes, and the one of the best moments of the episode where he tries to call his phone with a uh, with one of the Mobirats, and the Gokai cellular service <laughs> answer service cannot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, yeah. The Mobirats can't track it. So um, so, so yeah. So he walks around town like you know, clear his head, and he bumps into Rio, the former Rio Ranger from from Die Ranger, current owner of a Chinese restaurant. And at the restaurant, Rio of the Celestial Flame Star. Yes, and at the, at the restaurant, Rio tries to cheer up Guy while serving a specialty gyoza, 
The guy tells him he can't consider himself a hero without, without his Gokai Cellular. And Ryo keeps trying to cheer him up, kind of, and, and guy's like, whatever. And the rest of the, the rest of the Gokai just scramble to capture the, to the action commander while he keeps trying to, while he keeps eating food. And guy randomly meets Ryo at a, at a nearby bazaar. Where he tells Guy that he got it through his frustrations because he knew the best, thing, most important thing about being a hero was helping people, being like making people happy, and he th- he makes people happy with his with his food. Now, now that he, now that he can't be a superhero, um, and the Gorman attack the bazaar, and Guy and Rio fight, with Rio telling just, just because I don't have powers doesn't mean I'll ignore something that's right in front of me. Exactly, and and Rio uses his awesome martial arts skills, and it's awesomely awesome. Yeah, we even get to see him do the full t- the full pose he would do in series out of costume. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, the full thing, like where you know, like with the kick and everything, and then it looks like he's learned some of the skills of of uh, of both. Shoot, I don't I don't remember which one the blue and green ones. I don't, I don't remember which ones they are in the uh what w- what they're called. But um, but yeah, he learns he learns both those both those skills. Shishi and Tenma, I believe. Okay, let's go with that. Our guardian guardian lion and Pegasus. Uh yes, those 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 that that is correct. I just don't know if it's Shishin Tema. Um, so yeah, so so he learns he he and and it it overlays those with him fighting. It's pretty awesome. And then the 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 Gokaijers transform into Geki Rangers and use the Geki infusion attack so that the action commander costs out all of his food. Guy recovers the Gokai cellular. You know, that was actually an appropriate choice for the martial artist tribute to have uh, the other power they use being uh, Geki Ranger. Yep, yep. And so they transform, he transforms, they all transform into Die Ranger, and they, finish, they beat the Gorman, and then Goka Silver transforms and, to, and defeats the Sigorman with a legend dream. And Gokaiji uses the Rising Strike on the action commander. Rising Strike, by the way, which is, which is, uh, which is the attack that comes from the Buster, uh, the Go Buster. Huh. Uh, and then they, they, they grow, and they summon Gokai and Gojujin. And the battle doesn't seem to be going their way at first, until Ryo declares, Gokai Jazz! Use the ultimate power of Die Ranger! And so they execute the, Go, the Gokai Goju Chi Power Bomber on the Sigourman. Uh, some, something like that. Chi-ki. The weird thing is, though, they didn't have a guy put in his key. I always thought that was weird since he was involved in the Maybe it just, it just didn't show him putting it in his key. He was quite surprised when they showed up behind him, and then suddenly they they can buy energy forms of both their forms, attack at the same time. It was it was pretty cool. And then and then, but instead of that being the finisher, that changed into Hurricane Gokai and sell some toys. Um, you know they could have turned into Gozu Gokaio. It'd been a, a fitting combo after that. Whatever. Afterwards, Ryo gives the crew a hearty serving of his gyoza, while telling God never to forget the most important part of being a hero. You didn't become a hero to transform. And you came here to help people. Yeah. Then it turns out guy messed up on the food. What did you... Oh, by the way, they also transformed into the Gao Ranger, which is kind of interesting. Uh, because they transformed into the Gao and Geki, which is kind of funny. So, Colton, favorite and least favorite parts of this episode? Everything with Ryo was my favorite part. He was a delightful character. He really wants you to watch, uh, Die Ranger. I mean, the way he fought, the way he spoke, the way he thought, and that was unintentional rhyme, but... It was still, it was still a whole interesting thing. And I loved the fight when they uh, transformed, and I loved the finishing attack. My only real complaint, maybe minor, but, oh come on, they should have finished it with the Die Ranger power. It was completely fitting for the episode. To end, that's, that's, that's the kind of attack you use for a finisher. It's not something you battle with for a while, like some of those transform states. It's a one-hit kill you should do. Yeah, yeah. That was my major complaint. Yeah, uh, I, I, I also liked all the Rio stuff. Uh, I thought Guy was a little bit whiny. 
Uh, he was. He, he had forgotten the most important lesson. Yeah, and, and his own lessons. That, that uh, you know, like, his own lesson from his first appearance, which was not even... It was like 15 episodes ago. A little less, a little more than 15 episodes ago, I think. Something like that. He got complacent. It happens. Yeah, no, yeah. So, so it was like, oh, I transformed. But, like, he, he became a hero because... I don't know. I, th- I thought it was kind of interesting that um, he had sort of devolved so quickly. Um, but he re-evolved. We didn't hit B that time. We did not. He 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 de-digivolved. I don't know. I didn't watch much Something Digimon. Something like that. Um, you should. So yeah, that was Hero Da. The next episode was a Luca-focused episode uh, in which Luca is confronted by one of her her old poor friends. And he tells her he's a super rich businessman. He has like a bajillion uh, Z money, whatever the international currency, uh, interplanetary currency is. And it turns out he's actually uh, he's actually an action commander. So he uses his, so he uses his power, uh, who, which is obviously transformation, to to kidnap Luca, transform into her, and go to the Gokai Galleon. Luca arrives on the ship uh, and and eats dinner. And the action commander makes his move by setting up a close charge all around the ship. And then Luca and Kain, uh, and then, and, and it looks like it blowed up. It all blowed up. It blowed up. It blowed up. So, uh, uh, back at, back at kidnapping, Luca and Kain reminisce about how they, how, how Luca made a promise to collect enough money to buy an entire planet for them, and the homeless children across the galaxy who have been displaced by the Zongiak Empire to live on. Uh, Luca explains that when she joined the t- crew, her dream became even bigger as she see, wants to see the greatest treasure in the universe, and which would allow her to buy the entire universe, as opposed to just one one, one measly little planet. Afterwards, the the uh, the act commander returns and we announces that he blew up the galleon, and now he's going to kill off Luca. But just as he's about to kill her, the other Gokarts arrive. They're like, "Oh, we easily discovered you were an imposter because you love broccoli." Oh yes, the great, great secret that she doesn't love broccoli. Yes, and they had Furamaru's yeah. illusion to stage the explosion. Yeah, you, you'd think the monster would figure out that the average person doesn't even like broccoli, so why just devour it? Maybe he just really liked broccoli and he's stupid. <laughs> he's so stupid, it's like, um, I love this broccoli, let me have more broccoli. I mean, I mean, even people who like broccoli don't just devour broccoli like he did. I like broccoli. I devour broccoli <laughs> sometimes. But you don't just go stealing it from other people's plates. Well, it depends. Um, you thief. Oh no, and and, and the, uh, the 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 real the real clincher was uh was when Luca let was when was when the action commander let I am feed him her, and also the part where, where Luca had her pants and her own pants. Um. So so Ba-dum-tsh. so as it transformed, uh, he transforms into Luca as Gokai Yellow. And and they fight, and then he tries, takes on um, Gokai Silver's form, and they're like, "Okay, well, guy, we'll use these." Like, okay, and then they and then they all transform to Mega Ranger, except for the Axe Commander because he doesn't have he the can't. keys. So, so they they expose him, and they use the Gokai Galleon Buster to finish him off, and then he gets big, and they're having a hard time finding him because he's transformed into a building, and then. Goju. Oh yes, this completely fake-looking building that's walking around when they're not looking. And then Gojujin catches him with his heat sensors, and then Hurricane Gokai destroys him with the Shushuto Shuriken Chain. Overused Gokaio. Yeah, it's pretty overused. Um, and then Kain bids farewell to Luca while claiming that the happiness she obtained is the treasure no money could buy. Colton. Yes. This episode. Yes. 
So I'm gonna what I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk first real quick. It was nice to get some Luca character building and some Luca backstory that we didn't have before. And um, you know what? I can't think of anything I didn't like right now. So Colton, you go ahead. Well, I, I definitely agree with you. I, I like the character stuff. It's, it's always good to get a little bit more backstory, background, and understanding a character's motivations. I liked getting to meet a new character in Luca's past, even though we didn't initially meet him like we should have. I, I really liked the fight in the, the giant form where he's just hiding the building. I know it's silly, but it's just nice to see a little change up where it's not just attack back and forth. It's, oh, hey, this film's going to be trying to be sneaky about it. You know, it's just a little bit of cunning on the villain side, even if he did make a stupid mistake at the end. Uh, at this point, I have to say a negative is just using Furaimaru at all. I mean, don't get me wrong, I like the use on the ship of uh, using his illusion abilities, but the actual mech form... At this point, it's just really played out. It's like, I would have taken anything. I would have taken, I know I complained about Shinken Gokaio, but at least it looked awesome, and we could go back to that, that'd be awesome. Well, I mean, now we don't have to worry about that so much. But yeah, so I guess we can move on into the next episode, which is uh, a two-parter. First episode is Dimensions on the Other Side. Or, I think there was another alternate translation, but Dimensions on the Other Side. And this is the first part of the go Codger. Go on your tribute. That's right. It's time to go on. Uh, in this episode, the Gokai Galaxy crew stumbles on a dimensional hole that is open in the sky, and a robot falls from it. Who is this robot? Well, let's just let's just say he likes to say bomb bomb. That's right. It's Bopper, the Go On support robot. Uh, the crew takes him to meet the former Go On Go On Red, Esumi Sosuke. Ah, Senkai. Who reveals that Gunman World is being terrorized by a disruption officer, uh, a surviving member of the Guy Arcs, and that Speedor, Busson, and BRV have already tried to stop him, but they were defeated. So Sosuke asks the Gokaiju to help out, but Captain Marvel refuses, because he's like, we're not going to get anything from it, because we already have your power and everything. So Sosuke goes, to, goes by himself, but after failed attempts... Why should we help you? It's not like we're heroes or anything. Yeah. So after he fails to reach the hole, uh, after trying to jump on a trampoline. The ever brilliant Sosuke. Yeah. Marvel decides, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll give you a ride. Uh, and I, I just, I just have to say, I'm pretty sure the reason that Sosuke couldn't make it is because his hair was black. That's, but that's what makes the most sense. Yes. There's no other possible explanation. The only possible explanation. The group travels to Gunner World, but they say several of its denizens from a group of Ugats. Or Borers, as, um, as uh, Overtime decided to translate it as, which uh, they had they had the whole thing. They eventually catch up with Speedor, Basson, and Baravi, and learn that Speedor and Baravi have got married, and they have a son, Mahalcon. How does that work? However, Mahalcon is a reckless troublemaker who spends his time racing around Machine World rather than helping out his parents. And apparently killing lots of people because he just keeps ramming them off the road. Uh, the reunion is cut short by Churashurski, who challenges the Gokaiders to a duel. Marvels accepts the duel, and despite resorting to dirty tricks, Chira Shushushki is defeated by the Gokaiders. During the battle with the Enlarged, I'm just going to call him here, making made this too, the Gokaiders try to use the power of the Gokaiders, but they're surprised that nothing happens. Despite the difference in power, they manage to take Chira with their own power. While the pirates confront Sosuke about the reason why the great power is not working, they're contemplated by, what did Overtime call him? The second mischief of, uh... Yeah, yes, yes. Something. The, the second mischief of the guy arc, uh, Filthical. Yeah, ba- basically he's the pol- he's the polluting president guy. Yes, yes he the is. The second one, because the, the, the last movie they had, uh, that was the first one. Yes, we can. 
The new leader of the Gaiar, who reveals that he merely was used to lure the Gokaijus into Gunman World, and seals off the wall between dimensions. The pirates are now unable to return to Human World, leaving the way open for Gaiar clan to capture it. And the next part is, um, Partner Pirate, or Aibo Gaizuk. So, uh, after trapping the Gokaijus and Sosuke in Gunman World, uh, Phil Fickle proceeds to begin his attack on the Human World, with Wall's Gill coming to Earth as Insarn and Barizarg, which becomes an all-out among the villains. Back in Gunman World, after the engines are unable to break the isolation barrier in Human World in the shrunken state, Doc suggests to go to Machine World to get Mark Elkin's help, because they only, they, he only sealed off the between Gunman World and Human World. Once in Machine World, the Gokagalian crew find Gokagal, the Gokagalian crew find Mahalkin, who ignores Speedor and Baravi's pleas to help save the Human World. When Sosuke tries to convince the engine in his own annoying way. Which is great, like, I watched you grow up! Uh, this is the first time you're meeting him. <laughs> you're, not the, you're not the kid I once knew! Once again, you never saw him in your life. So, um, uh, an irate Mach Halkin fires at the Gokai Galleon while saying that he will help if they can catch him. The Gokai just accept his oh, challenge. Oh, they should have done that. Captain Marvelous doesn't take crap. For the first time, they use their Gokai machines to, 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 in individual form. In individual form, to stop the engine. Uh, as Gokai Red points out that the engine's running in for his troubles, he has the Gokai Galleon, the Gokai Jet, and the Gokai Racer combine onto Makalkan to slow him down. Finally admitting he was jealous of his parents, except as a Gokai Galleon crew member to find his place, Makalkan helps break the isolation barrier while Bomper and the other engines remain. Once back in their brain world in the middle of the villain's fight, the Gokai just take both evil groups on as Wall's Gale falls back so the pirates and the Gaia can kill each other. Using the Goanja keys, the Gokai just defeat the grunts before overwhelming Filthical, and then using the Gokai Galleon Buster to defeat him. After performing Industrial Revolution, Filthical battles Gokai on Gojujin before Sosuke tells the Gokai just to use his team's greater power as they formed a partnership with Machalkan. Summoned, Mahalkan combines with Gokaya to form Goan Gokaya, who scraps uh, Filthical. Soon after, as Mahalkan returns to the machine world, Sosuke is impressed with the Gokagalian crew, as he asks if they can join their crew as well. Mahasenkai! Gokai Fire! Oh, that would have just been great. If only, Just, if only. just give him a random key and let him join. Uh, and, 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 which is great, because, um, because, because guys like, ah, oh, there's, there's already a fire. It's already... Already exists. Yeah, too late there, Bucko. So, anyways, Colton. Yes. What did you think of the Go Kinder tribute? Go on your tribute. Ugh, so good. <laughs> I, I I loved Go Onger, I must say, and so and this is the first tribute where I've seen all the material, all of it, and then I watched the tribute. It really does make it a lot more meaningful, I think, to uh, have seen all that. You get the build-up, you get to see Sasuke and what he's been up to. Not surprising what he's been up to since that's been his dream, but uh, getting to see him back, getting reunited with Bomper, going around to this uh, Gaiman world, which I believe we had been to once before in a movie. Uh, yes, we have. Uh, actually, in the... Uh... Beginning of Go uh, Shinkenja vs. Go on. Yes, that. So that, that was a nice little touch. Getting to see a little bit more up close and personal. Uh, I like that, uh, the, the, the Goandra ultimate power could only be used once they had an engine partner. You know, it was just appropriate that that was the case. Sure. And it was nice to see a new mech rather than just a rehash of an older mech. You know, design wise, it, it, and it also adds a little bit to the story. Admittedly, it's just like a, a gal lion where you just jump on top and remove the legs and jump on top, but it's still pretty cool. 
And plus, he's kind of like the seventh Gokaiger. <laughs> kind of. The seventh Gokaiger that you wish was around and then wasn't? Shut up. Anyways, honestly, I can think of very little to say that's wrong with this. I mean, I even like the the attempts between the Guy Arc and uh, Zongiak trying to fight over uh, who can take over the planet when. It's like, we were here first! It's like, we've been trying to go to the planet longer than you. It's not fighters, keepers! Colton. Yes. I came. To okay. this To this episode. Oh. Nope, that's it. Okay. That's it. Okay, okay reference. To play coming. a card game. On, uh, on, uh, engine partners. Um, I did think it was a little weird that, <laughs> that a fully, like, it was like, like a half scale, uh, Machalcon comes out of, out of, uh, Gokayo. Uh, I, th- I would have liked it if if Machalkin was actually just hanging out on the um on the ship, just hanging out with Navi, you know, just talking to Navi, like, hey, what's up, Navi? How you, you know, doing? I actually like the fact that he's actually even in his insular form, which is normally the size of a hand, big enough big enough to fit in the hand of uh, Gokayo. Right. Yeah. I, it's it's kind of cool. I just I would liked. I I kind of would have liked it if he. Was. And then he, and then well, let's not mention that yet, but uh. I, I think it's a really cool choice, although I am completely confused about how uh, how sex between engines works. That's that's really something I probably shouldn't be even at thinking when about. When a mommy and a daddy it, love each other very much, something about the exhaust port. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's let's. Or is that back to warfare machines? You know, let's just go on uh, from there. <laughs> um, Perhaps that's best. Yes. To this episode, the strongest fighting machine. So Walls Gill's father sends him the great the Great Walls robot from take out the Gokiders. Meanwhile, Joe and Barazar. It, it's not. It's nice to actually see the father for once. We don't see the father. Even, it, he's in shadows, but we see him. Yeah, yeah. We we see we see the outline of the Lord Zed costume. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> if only. Oh co- oh, come on! You know that would have been awesome. We wish. We wish. Right. Walls Gill's father sends down uh, some D- Dolgorman to deliver the Great Walls. His uh, elite guard. Yes, the Zongek's strongest fighting machine. From take out the Gokaiders once and for all. Damaros protests when Walgills insists that he himself will lead the attack, and the prince reveals that he overheard his conversation with the emperor, who appointed Damaros as the second in command for the Earth Invasion Force to ensure success regardless of his ineptitude as a leader. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter how incompetent a sentence now that the, as he quotes, now that the Super Sentai have gone from the world. Yeah, which I, which I think explains why he's missing one eye. I think he went there personally and got his ass kicked. So Walls Gill sends Barzog in advance to confront the pirates, and Joe oh, decides. There's one thing. I, there's one thing I do want to note. Does anyone else find it weird that he he names his ultimate weapon after his weak and competent son? Um. Well, I think he's trying to appeal to his own son's ego. Who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe he named his son after the after the Great Walls. Well, maybe, and maybe that didn't turn out so. So Joe decides to face Barzog by himself, and the rest of the team covers up for him. While the regular Gorman are easily wiped out, the Doug Gorman prove themselves as tough opponents and make the team use some the extra Ranger keys. As it turns out, they're str- even stronger than regular action commanders. Yes. Even though they're just the evolution of Gorman. They even have this awesome attack where they combine their stats together that makes the Zongiak flag. Yeah. And so uh, I am transforms into, uh, into Deca Swan. Um... Doc transforms into Signal Man. Man. Uh, Marvelous transforms into Walzard Fire. Guy transforms into the Black Knight. And Luca transforms into Zaban and does the Zoop Zoop, which was kind of strange. I I think she was just trying to annoy the uh, enemies. 
who have voice ticks of their own. Yeah, yeah, but still, very interesting. Um, she read his book and she was like, okay, then I just go, zoom, zoom. <laughs> so that so that, so they use them and they they drive him out. Uh, Barzorg and Joe's match, which is a stalemate. When Walls Gill makes an entrance and boards the Great Wall to join the fight, uh, but not before Barzorg uses the uh, the what was it called the the Eclipse technique or whatever. Um, which which oh yeah they used uh, his uh, technique at the same time right which Joe uses Joe counters with the same technique and um. And so then walls go, uh, boards the Great Walls. The go just board the robot and summon Mach Halkin to aid them, but they're easily defeated by Great Walls. Despite combining to Goju Gokaiyo, the go the just find the enemy robot is more than they can handle. And Captain Marvelous, remembering when Akared sacrificed himself to ensure his escape, forcibly ejects his crew to safety, determined to protect them at all costs of his life. At the cost of his life, rather. The other go are forced to witness Goju Gokaiyo being defeated and the Gokai Galleon thrown out into deep space. Captain Marvelous is seen inside the cockpit, lying injured and unconscious on the floor. Episode 38! The power to seize dreams. Poor Marvelous. <laughs> poor, poor Marvelous. Yeah, and, and, and everybody... Luca, I am, and Doc are together, but Guy and Joe are each separate from the group. So it's so Luca, I am, and Doc are together... Guy is alone. Joe is alone. And uh, and everybody's like, oh, man. What's going to happen, bro? Oh, man. And so the next episode is um is the power to seize dreams. Uh, the Gokaiders have to figure out how to, com- how to combine their powers to defeat the Great Walls, but first they have to find, they have to find Marvelous and Joe. Because um, quick, quickly, Guy, Guy is found by the other three, and he gives them their, you know, his regular shonen speech, Joe finds Barzark and decides to take him on once again, even though he's injured inside his costume. Um, uh, so so Joe fights Barzark, and Barzark, uh, using using Sid's technique again, I believe, uh, blows the costume right off Joe. He and the nice touch was blocking the attack. First, it destroys his helmet, and then it destroys his costume, but he still holds stronger. Then he throws it back at him. Yes, he does. And it's pretty awesome. And, um... And in that moment, Joe kills Barazar. Setting him free at last. And then we get back-to-back uh, hallucinations. With Captain Marvelous... Oh, hallucinations where they're talking to their dead friends. Right. So where Captain Marvelous is talking to his dead friend, his dead teacher, Akared, and Joe talks oh, to what his is, dead what, teacher. What does it mean that a, that a spirit is dead? Who knows? He's he's the spirit of the Red Rangers. He's probably just floating around like he normally does. Yeah, we don't even know that that Akarad's dead for sure. Um, but Marvelous thinks it. That's all that matters. So they both. I'm telecommunicating you from Hawaii. <laughs> How's it going? I know you're fighting, but I'm to enjoy these martinis. It's weird though. It's 1942, and oh, that was terrible. What's wrong with you? That was a terrible taste. Uh, so anyways, um, yes, they, they, um, so, so, uh, yes, Marvelous talked to Akared, and Joe talks to Sid, and both of them basically tell them, like, listen, man, you've got, you've got these, this great group of friends, and, uh, and you shouldn't give up anything in the world for them, man. And so they're like, you know what? I agree. And Marvelous wakes up, and Joe says thank you to Sid and starts running to go find his friends. 
And they all run to the Gokagalian, right? Actually, actually, they, uh, they're all about to fight these monsters when they're getting overwhelmed when the ship actually attacks the, right, the right. Gorman and Sigorman and, uh, flies in with Marvelous. Yes, I, I actually, I watched this episode, um, so, so many hours ago that I can't remember it so much, even though I didn't, this definitely didn't watch it right before the episode. So, um, so, 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 yeah, and then, and then, and then Marvel shows up with the Goka Galleon, everybody's all happy that Marvel is, is, is alive, and they, um, they, they, they transform into the Gojujin and Gokaio when, when, um, when Great Walls comes out, and, and they use everything, they use Maji Gokaio, um, and they use Hurricane Gokaio, they seem to conveniently forget they have Deka Gokaio and Shinken Gokaio, right? Yeah, but they but they do try once again for uh Go on Gokaio right. or at least summoning Makalkin, which yes. doesn't work. Summon Makalkin and, and and um Walls Guild's like amateur hour guys, come on. Come on, this is this is weak stuff. And and then and then they're like, you know what? We're gonna we have our personal treasures, man. We're definitely gonna get our treasures. Um which sounds really familiar. Didn't this happen before? What happened when? Something about the personal treasures. Bokenger. Yeah. Well, anyways, they got their, they got their own, they, they realized their own lesson, what their Sentai stands for, and it's Gokaiger Ultimate Power Cup. Yes, and so, they put in all their own Gokaiger keys, uh, and then they, they get out of the ultimate engine soul. Yeah, all their symbols come out together, and then both chests of both mechs open up, and reveal the Kanzen soul. The Kanzen soul. And, and Moff Falcon's like, you, you guys didn't tell me you had an ultimate power. No, actually, he said, you guys told me you didn't have an ultimate power. And so, and so they're like, you know what? Let's use it, buddy. And so they plug in the, the, the Kanzen soul into Moff Falcon and transform it to Kanzen Gokaiyo. Yeah, which is, when you kind of think about it, it's kind of sad because it takes the arms and the legs off of Gokai, Gokai, just leaving the Gokai Galleon, given just the arms from, uh, from Gojujin, and then uh, and then getting legs, uh, some uh, back parts, a chest piece, and a helmet, as well as a fist for the dinosaur head from a moth falcon. Yep. So it, so it does leave a lot of spare parts, but for once, the final mech is not a clusterfuck. Yes, and it is very much a go-on-ger. Very, <laughs> very go-on mech. But it's not as bad as G12 was. No, no, obviously not as bad as G12 was. No, no. But Although I'm still disappointed that we didn't get G13 from this. Uh, I'm still disappointed we didn't get the engine wrap. Engine number 13. Yes, exactly. Come on. Come on. So easy. Uh, Baru, 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 Baru. Um, so, so yeah. So, so that was, um, that was that up. They, they defeat, well, oh yeah, so they, so in the end, they, they kill Wald's Gill, which rhymes, and, um, so now they're defeated, you know, two of their biggest opponents, Wald's Gill and Damarus. Not Damarus, sorry. They did Walsgill and Barzark. Uh, and Damarus is devastated. He goes down. He sees Walsgill and he, he kind of cries. Like, and, and he's like, those damn pirates. And, um, and we're left off with that. You know, it was a really nice touch. The, I, it was the first time I really felt sympathetic for the villains. Especially for Walls Gill. Oh yeah, because... no, the Walls Gill. It was it was a really interesting parallel between Walls Gill and and Joe actually. 
Because while uh, Joe lost a friend, this this let Walsgill gain his only friend because Barzor was the only person he felt like really comfortable around and really like a friend, the only person he could trust. Right. So and so when it get killed, he he's literally flying down in this mech screaming, "I'm gonna get revenge for Barzor." Right. So so Walsgill basically killed Joe's best friend, and Joe subsequently killed Walsgill's best friend, who just so happened to be the same guy. It's very complicated. And it, like it was it was it was a really interesting it was I thought it was a really interesting parallel between Joe and Walsgill and uh I, I liked it. I really liked it. Um I mean the villain was always goofy, but it's it was nice to see a serious emotional side that showed that he's not just some overarching villain who's just there to destroy. He also he also had relationships and things that meant something to which him. Which is pretty unfortunate because you finally started to care about about the fact that Walsgill, you know, he you 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 start to care that you know, like maybe he maybe you know maybe he's got something, to, and then he dies. And it's the kind of situation where you could have him live through that. You could have him escape his mech before it blows up. Nope, nope, he's dead. Definitely dead. I mean, I mean that's the kind of scenario where in any other Sentai, you'd probably have a uh, someone show up and, or someone escape. You know, end up like a end Here up like a launcher. Here, Mickey Metis, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope, nope, he's dead. Well then, I guess that leaves uh, that leaves Damaris to be the Hiromeki Metis. Yes. So so now we're left with uh, with Damaris, uh, and 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 Insarn. And but you do really sort of feel something when, when Damaris sees that that he has failed his mission to keep the the prince alive, and he's, he's he really tried, but uh, he was a little bit the prince a little bit insistent. Yeah, it's, it's not even that he feels. I mean, it seems like it's more than just he failed his mission. It seems a little bit of like you know, like he's he's gone, like you know. Not only that I failed my mission, but also I sort of care for this guy. Um, uh, and so next episode, I think we're getting I am stuff, right? No, no, no. Sorry. Next episode is, um, uh, uh, Mega Ranger. Mega Ranger and, and, um, and Bosco. Bosco. Return of Bosco since episode, we haven't had him since episode 32. And, um, we got Return of Bosco, Revenge of Bosco. I'm just waiting for Bosco Resurrection. Oh, I thought we were going to go with the, um, Bosco, no, we had, we listen. We had a new Bosco, and then Bosco strikes back, and this is this is the return of Bosco. So the next round will be the Phantom Bosco. That'll be a prequel, though. And then Attack of the Boscos. Right. <laughs> and then Revenge of the Boscos. Right. Yeah, Revenge of the Bosco. There we go. Perfect. Uh, and and, and, the, the and, the, and yeah, no, yeah. Then we'll, then they'll go back and do a, a mini series with the Bosco Wars. Yeah. And then they'll change that, and then they'll change that to a full series. Uh, good stuff. Um, so, and then we'll get, and then we'll get Knights of the Old Boscos. Yes, the video game, the video games, yes, and then, and then the MMO, obviously. Uh, the old just the Boscos. old Bosco. Okay, people start writing stories. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyways, so, um, so yes, Bosco's returning, but I believe, I think thirty nine, we're getting I am backstory. That thirty nine is the X episode. No, sorry, I thought next. Oh yeah, that's right. So thirty nine, we're getting that. Forty, we're getting I'm backstory and um. Well, th- uh, either that or the Time Ranger tribute. I think we're getting I'm backstory and Walls Gill's dad. I think. Progress. Or maybe that's forty one. I don't know. Somewhere in the near future, we're getting I'm backstory and Walls Gill's dad. So stick. And then tuned. somewhere in the future, we're also getting to meet a space sheriff. Yes, that's that's in, in the further future. Um, you know, it's in, you know it's in the close future. In the year 2000. In the year 2000. In the year 2000. That's almost funny because we're going to be the Time Ranger tribute. A subtitled release. 
for the Kaiju Kaiju 199 Heroes movie will come out. In the game. It's, it's, it's not out yet, but, but, but they're working on it as we speak. Right, and then in, in the not-too-distant not future. future. Hey guys, just cutting in to tell you that the Gokaiju Gosei 199 Hero Great Battle movie has been subbed by the fine folks at Overtime. And we're going to do a, a DVD-style commentary for it, uh, hopefully alongside Frankie. Um, no, definitely alongside Frankie. Yeah, but, yeah because this, this counts as him missing five shows. Yeah, well, to be fair, sort of counts as us missing five shows, too. I was here. You weren't. Hey, man, fans got nothing, so counts as you, too. But yeah, that's, that is it. For Gokaiger, so let's move on into the topic. Just kidding. Emails. That's right, it's time for emails and time for tweets. I usually call it feedback, but I called it emails, so I'm gonna let's do let's do a couple of tweets real quick. First 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 of all, um we have John Olson saying he hates the St. Louis Cardinals. To which I say, John Olson, you cannot listen to the show anymore. Uh just kidding. He does he did say that he just got married uh two weeks ago, I believe. So congratulations to John. Yay, yeah, good job, man. Uh John also said his his daughter said Daddy, Power Rangers save people. We watch old Power Ranger, no Samurai. Oh, it's so cute when they're already discriminating against uh, other series. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I believe that that's it for the tweets. I thought we had another one, but um, but oh well. Uh, and we have a we have an email, and this comes from Jeff M. Ambroise, or a- Am- I don't know, Ambois, maybe? Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Am- Ambroise, I'm going to say. Let's just call, let's call him Jeff. This email comes from Jeff, and Jeff writes, Hey guys, love your show. I just wanted to ask you if you think that Power Rangers Samurai might have been a better season if Disney still owned it. Personally, I think they might have done a better job, but who knows. To be honest, Saban is trying too hard, and the actors are horrible, but I still have faith they will do better during Ghostager. But making Ghostager look good is like Kevin being a good actor. Well, see ya, smiley face. I enjoyed Ghostager. Right. So, uh, I, I don't, I'm not sure if it would have been better under Disney. I think it was just, I think it was just the executive producer. So, the, I would say yes, but only because Disney wouldn't have had, wouldn't have hired Jonathan Zacker. I, I think it's just a mix of a few issues. Mostly, it, mostly one of the biggest issues is, of course, the scheduling, which is totally Nick's fault. And then there's, of course, the acting, which all season it's somewhat bad. It started off pretty bad this time, but, like all, it's getting better. So well, the, 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 it would the, the, it, it would have only it would have only started off somewhat better. So that would have been a good thing. There's the problem of um that a lot of people heard that Power Rangers getting canceled after RPM, so they went to the next best thing. The, the the adults who were still watching Power Rangers went to the next best thing and they decided, okay, I'll just watch Super Sentai. Of course. And so they went to watch Super Sentai and they were they already they already watching Kenger, and now they don't, they don't want to watch it again. You know what I'm saying? They wanted something completely different. Right, and so they just got Shinkenger again. Like, even Wild Force introduced the, the whole Cole Master Org thing, which wasn't in Gal Ranger. But um, this is just translating scripts, basically. There's one or two deviations, obviously. You know, the biggest deviation so far is Ghost Sager, which doesn't exist. Yeah, ha, ha, ha. Well, we'll see. We'll see if that happens. Um. Anyways, Col- Colton, what do, you, what do you think? So, like, if it, if it had been under... 
Uh, let's see. Honestly, I think uh, it would have been slightly better with the acting. Uh, there might have been a few different plot choices, but I don't think it would have deviated extremely this time. I think they would have tried. I think after the uh, if they did continue on after RPM, the extremely low ratings would have probably had them try the complete opposite. So pretty much almost like a samurai, but a slight more deviation. But then again, it's Disney's fault that 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 uh, RPM failed because they never bothered to advertise it. My problem with Samurai is that when it was announced that Power Rangers was canceled, this was right after RPM had ended, which means that Ghost Age was already airing. So uh, I I thought. Okay, here's what I'll do. You know what? Uh, um, Power Rangers is over. I'm gonna. I've mentioned the story on the show before. I decided I'm Power Rangers is over. You know what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take the Sentai footage, and I'm gonna make my own series, but just basically translate the scripts and and not do much more, because um I don't want to do a lot of work, and uh, and and so that's all I'll do. Uh, and by translate the scripts, I mean you know get fans of basically and and just act those out, and you know find actors, all that stuff. Uh, I figured it wouldn't be too difficult. And apparently it wasn't. <laughs> so yeah, other than that, uh, we had another email from Jeff. He said, hey guys, just gotta say Frankie is a boss. And if you guys could think of your own teams, what would they be and what would their names be? And if you make a next, uh, uh, he told them to make a next generation NPR team with a team consists of the original team's kids. And there'd be an evil team of teenagers that consists of the members that lift the original team. So I guess he means like Rocky and and Adam, and Aisha, and Tommy, and Kat, and Billy would have their kids, and then Z- Jason, Zach, Trini, and Kimberly would have their kids on the evil team. It's six versus four, you have to bring in new kids. If only there was some son of Rita Repulsa and Lord Zed they could bring into the team. Maybe, maybe, maybe they have, maybe, maybe, maybe Kimberly had twins, who knows. But, um, but yeah, that, that's, that's interesting. Um, she did have twins. Huh. I feel bad for saying that. <laughs> My dick did he. I sold it for a cheap joke. Um, Colton, what, what if you were making a fanfiction type team? I think we've discussed this before. We've all made jokes. But if I were to make a quote-unquote a fanfiction team... Oof, there's so many, there's so many different properties that could be done. So many different styles that have yet to be done. Something different, something you know, unique in the theming. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I try like something, something different, like a crossover kind of team setup, where you have like a, you have three members: one Sentai member, one common Rider, and one Metal Hero, just in some kind of random amalgam universe. I think it means like, like a, like a Power Ranger team. Oh yeah, I know, but uh, <laughs> in, in that particular case, I mean. You have to ask, what haven't they done more than what have they done? Zombies. <laughs> because, you said zombies. Oh, yes, I did say zombies. I do want zombie rangers. Zombie rangers would be awesome. But we may be, but my ranger team, my own ranger team may be busted soon. Uh. Although, you know what? That'd be the great follow-up for this team. You have, you have, you have the, uh, the, the hunting down of, uh, undead types, and the next team is the undead team. Yeah. And, uh, and then for the crossover. And like like I mentioned before, I believe it was uh my my thing was like like Power Rangers Cyber Squad Sex, I don't know. Um <laughs> with uh and then you you got you got like the Bluetooth Ranger and the the USB Ranger and the SD card ranger and all those guys and and oh and, and their mentor could be the floppy disk. The old floppy disk ranger. Or the or the 
Yeah, the the, the Zordon floating head in a tube is 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 he is he's called the Commodore. <laughs> the Commodore. That'd be pretty that, awesome. That, that, that's actually a fitting name. Uh huh. <laughs> right. Uh, and that is it for this episode of Podcast Anti Power Rangers. We've been going on for quite a while because and I, I a hope lot. I hope I hope you'll see yourself to getting this out pretty fast. Uh, I hope so too. And um, and you know what? We've uh, I think I think we've covered uh, uh we've got we've got you know it's I think we we did pretty well. I think so too. This thing's gonna be a long little cast once you even when you trim it down. Yeah, but I think I think it's short. It's shorter than I expected. Yeah, considering how many episodes we had, I figured we'd be rambling on forever. Then again, it would have been a lot worse if Frankie was here. Yes, exactly. Uh, we we love Frank, but um, trying it would to... have added another half hour. Right, exactly. Hour try, 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 we we had to get you know eight episodes, uh, more than eight, eight, nine, ten, eleven episodes done in uh in under two hours, hopefully. So, um, didn't didn't want to add to that. So uh, that's it, I think, for this episode of Podcast of the Power Rangers. If you want to send us an email, Colton, where do they send those? Uh. Podcast at gmail.com? Hey, you didn't forget. I know. Amazing. Can you did you forget how to spell? P O D C S T S E N T A I at gmail.com. That's right. And uh, if you want to send us a voicemail, that's six six two seven zero. That's six six two seven three six eight two four zero. I totally had that memorized before, but it's been a month. What do you You could just you could just look at a phone so and see the um, numbers and the buttons. And uh, well, maybe maybe they have some sort of weird phone that doesn't have the the numbers and buttons. No, I was saying for you to say it. I just did that. Um, and if you want to send us tweets, tweets to Sentai Rangers at Sentai Rangers on Twitter, and we're also Facebook.com/SentaiRangers, which is nice. You can check us out there. So so we've we've got a Twitter and we've got a Facebook. Yes, you can tweet on my face. Do we have a YouTube page yet? We do not have a YouTube page because we don't have anything to to, to post to YouTube yet, Colt. Uh, you twit face. Why don't you, I, th- I think you should um you should make something to? I should go on to yeah. what I was planning. You should you should start writing that. And uh and hey, and, college has been killing me lately. And while Colton's writing that, you can check out a, a our our Tumblr blogs, our affiliated Tumblr blogs because they're affiliated because they're run by me. Which are fuck yeah Power Rangers at fiapowerrangers.tumblr.com and Power Rangers Super Sentai Confessions at prsentai-confessions.tumblr.com. I hope your plan of not censoring doesn't drive away all our younger fans. I, 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 I that, that's why I had that survey, by the way. The the survey uh, let me know that uh, over ninety percent of the fans, I, I believe, I believe almost hundred percent of the people either. Wanted us to keep it, wanted us to go explicit, or didn't care. I think there was one, maybe two people who wanted it clean. Uh, what about those two guys? Those two guys, listen guys, um, I'm sorry. We, uh, we, we, we hope you stay on. We hope, we hope the, uh, the, the dirty language doesn't, well, it doesn't turn you off. In any case, a normal episode with just you and me would probably be fine. It's when Frankie comes on that we'll have problems. I'm sure he won't be that bad. Oh, come on, the first instance you tell him we're not censored anymore, he's going to go nuts. I just won't tell him. I mean, he'll still probably curse like a sailor, but whatever. Yes, so, uh, that is it for this episode of Podcast at the Power Rangers. And, uh, it's really, it really annoys me to still say it, but may the power protect you. Rock on! Come here!
And it's go time for the new show full of women, new shows for the webernets, NSFW, the show that is nominally safe for work. I'm your host, Brian Brush, alongside my neighbor co-host, Justin Robert Rubles III. Anyways. Thinking of keeping that in, just in case, like, I, I know at least two or three people will get it because two other people came from that show anyways. All right. Um, where is that script? It's right here in Skype. Okay. Tip of the tongue, teeth in the mouth. Red leather, yellow leather. Red, yellow, leather, leather. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't underestimate my incredibly stupid mind. You know who you remind me of right now? Who? Morgan from Chuck. Chuck who? Chuck the TV show? Why would I Chuck the TV show? Have you ever seen Chuck the TV show? Uh, is that a wrestler? The television show, Chuck. Uh, it's a television that... series on NBC. Who? Starring Zachary Levi. Adam Baldwin. Adam Baldwin? Yes, Adam Baldwin. Not related to Alec Baldwin or Stephen Baldwin or Billy Baldwin. Nope. Does that ring a bell? Alright, um, whatever. Then again, you lost me at NBC. I'm, hit, I'm getting deja vu. I think you've made this exact same reference last time in this episode. Shh. I did the same thing with the uh, with the harmonium. Uh, pl- plug what? A dude's ass? Hey yo. Um. So so yeah. Maturity is rapidly dropping as the night passes on. Didn't you start off the show with a masturbating joke? We weren't recording when I did that. Weren't we? No. Okay. Um. Anyways. So. <laughs> I have professionalism when we get to the show. <laughs> or, as they say, this van is for Project Go Onger. There's no such thing. Be quiet. <laughs> Ginjiro Go. We had a random van that had words painted on it. <laughs> Ignore the man behind the curtains! Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Which is funny because, um,. That van was a lot smaller than Ginjirogo on the inside. I guess Ginjirogo was the TARDIS. Versus this one was more realistic. Maybe it was the maybe it was the actual van on the outside. I like I like bigger on the inside. All right. And then they ran it off a cliff and blew it up. Episode thirty-two is called One Power. One ring to rule oh. them all. 
sorry, hold one on. One ring to bind them all. No, one ring to rule them all, one ring to find them, one ring to bring them on in the darkness, bind them. Oh, Dumbass. Sorry, I haven't read the book in a while. I haven't read the book in ever. Well, I've only read The Hobbit, to be honest. I tried reading The Fellowship, but it was way too slow for my tastes. Yeah, that's same same thing. Oh, but The Hobbit was great. Yeah, I read The Hobbit. Sixth grade. They they could cut like twenty, like two, like a hundred pages of filler out of that first book. Yeah, and and, and Tolkien wasn't even like Dickens, where he was like paid by the word, was he? I think he was just writing. <laughs> he just didn't notice up, and then he and then he bent down and looked at the flower. The flower was a particular style. Uh, it yeah. wasn't that bad, but it was pretty dragged out. Well, I mean, like I said, like Dickens, Dickens spent like three pages writing about how how the girl spread butter because he was paid by the letter. Well, you can't blame that guy. He wants to make a living. Right. Tolkien, I think he was just writing. In Let's three. not talk about Dracula. In three, Doctor Acula. In three, you know what? Two. They show totally for a Scrubs movie. They should have made Doctor Acula. Yes, That'd have been great. Three, two, one. <laughs> three weeks ago, hi. Went the next episode. Whoops. Uh, right now.